Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so grateful you're here with us, and I'm very thankful to be your host. Got something cool that came out a while back, 4,500-year-old Stonehenge Sanctuary discovered in the Netherlands. So let's take a pic. Stonehenge is amazing, as are megalith structures, especially equinoxial megalith structures that are, you know, kind of with the uh, summer solstice and equinox and all this. Um, so it's by Laura Gegel, LiveScience.com. Check out a lot of good stuff from Live Science. You may want to check it out. So archaeologists discovered a 4,500-year-old sanctuary in the Netherlands that marks the solstices and equinoxes, also used as a burial ground. And it's got an artist interpretation of this thing. Um, Anyhow, archaeologists in the Netherlands have unearthed the 4,500-year-old sanctuary whose earthen mounds align with the sun on solstices and equinoxes. And just like Stonehenge, the sanctuary is also used for burials and rituals. Now, we're talking around the time of the flood, so probably soon thereafter. People were buried at the sanctuary over a period of 800 years, according to a translated statement from the municipality of Teal, T-I-E-L, not Peter, Teal, where the remnants of mounds, ditches, and a flat burial field and a farm were discovered. The largest of three mounds holds the remains of men, women, and many children who died between 2500 B.C. and 1200 B.C., the researchers said excavators also discovered ancient burials surrounding the sanctuary, making the entire site about 9.4 acres or 3.8 hectares. I've never been clear what hectares are, but obviously they're, you know, like 2.75 acres, according to this. Larger than seven American football fields, more than 80 individuals are unearthed at the site. Some were buried, others were cremated, according to the statement which noted these deceased must have played an important role in the rituals. And uh, there's a related article here that's pretty amazing. Vast cemetery of Bronze Age burial mounds unearthed near Stonehenge. I'm just going to read a little bit of that and go back to the other. In the Netherlands, archaeologists discovered a vast cemetery of Bronze Age burial mounds thought to be up to 4,400 years old ahead of building development less than 10 miles from Stonehenge. The cemetery includes more than 20 circular mounds known as barrows built between 2400 B.C. and 1500 B.C. So, I mean, that's pretty incredible as, as well. Many archaeologists now think Stonehenge too is mainly a burial ground, although it may also function as a communal gathering place or even a calendar. Um, Long-lost fragment of Stonehenge reveals rock grains dating nearly 2 billion years ago, so Stonehenge is still a vast treasure trove of mystery from the past, and because, uh, I mean, some of it was just in building, it was a giant, I mean, how did they get these uh, perpendicular several ton stones where they need to be? Um, Although the sanctuary doesn't have stone boulders like Stonehenge does, it appears the largest barrel mound served as a calendar to help people mark the sun's movements. For instance, precious artifacts such as brown spearhead were buried where the sun rays hit the ground through an opening in the sanctuary. You know, Georgia Godstones were like that. That was pretty cool stuff where they blew that thing up or somebody blew it up. Tracking the solstices 
and equinoxes was important religious festivals, for example, but also to calculate what the sowing and harvesting times were. It's likely these special solar days were celebrated in a farm at the site, might have served as a spot for festive gatherings, the archaeologist added. The team also discovered pits and remains of poles and buckets. It appears these pits held water, suggesting they were involved in cleansing rituals. And this would be like mystery religions or proto-baptism even. Researchers discovered site in an industrial estate known as the Metal, M-E-D-E-L, Business Park. So <laughs> during that time, they incurred more than one million fines from the Stone Age, Bronze Age, and Iron Age. And that's late 216 onward. Roman Empire, Middle Ages, the team said in a statement. It took six years to analyze, piece together the finds. So uh, this is just amazing. In the oldest section of the burial field, archaeologists excavating a woman's burial found a glass bead from Mesopotamia. This bead, which is the oldest known glass bead in the Netherlands, reveals that people in the region 4,000 years ago had contact in cultures nearly 3,100 miles away. So that's, that's absolutely amazing. And it leads us into one I'm kind of combining with this one. Been doing that a lot recently instead of just turning stuff into their own individual podcast. We've got so much ground to cover and not enough time, one lifetime to do it, that we're just trying to combine some when we can. So this goes along with the Stonehenge enigmatic Anglo-Saxon ivy rings discovered in a light burials came from African elephants 4,000 miles away. So now we have not only things coming from Mesopotamia, but things coming from Africa. Hundreds of elite Anglo-Saxon women were buried with mysterious ivory rings. Now researchers know the ivory came from elephants living about 4,000 miles from England. These date to about, uh, you know, late 5th, early 6th century A.D. So the bag rings have puzzled archaeologists for more than 200 years. Hundreds have been found in Anglo-Saxon burial sites in England, while a few have been found in other parts of northwestern Europe. The rings measure between 4 and 6 inches across, and they've been found only in the graves of wealthy Anglo-Saxon women. Much too large to fit a finger, they were once thought to be ornaments for the upper arm. Archaeologists now think the rings were tied around the waist and held bags that functioned as pockets, holding whatever small objects the women had to have. That makes some sense, doesn't it? You know, have pockets. The researchers also measured the ivory's ratios of strontium isotopes. Uh, these ratios indicate the geology of a region. The results showed the elephants grew up in an area geologically young volcanic rocks, probably in the Rift Valley region of East Africa. So that's pretty cool. The lack of finds of ivory workings in Anglo-Saxon England suggests the rings were crafted in Africa, probably in Askham, Axum, a center for ivory working at that time, and then traded until they reached England. So there's so much stuff about interaction of the ancient world and uh, that most people never left within 20 miles where they lived, but a bunch did. They had bazaars and then sailing went everywhere. And, uh, you know, like when Marco Polo gets to China, there's Christians all over China. I mean, that's pretty amazing. 
Anglo-Saxon are known to have imported glassware from France, amber beads from the Baltic, amethyst beads from the Eastern Mediterranean, and cowrie shells from the Red Sea or India. They don't know how. There's no, they don't know where these trading things went. So, I mean, they're getting stuff from India. Unbelievable. But, I mean, if you read Marco Polo, what Marco Polo was that? About the 1200s A.D.? And uh, there was trade routes to the east then. So, there you have it. So, God bless. Thanks for being here. Join us daily. Please subscribe. And uh, it talks about Ken Dark uh, researching long-distance trade in Europe in the first millennium. I mean, I just think it's so fascinating. Uh, 700 rings and cemeteries in early medieval England. So, uh, God bless. See you later. Thanks for being here. Bye-bye.